Welcome to the Breakthrough Life the Battlefield podcast series, presented by the Managing Director of Insight Intelligence Group, ex-military and diplomatic security intelligence services specialist, and now best-selling author, Mario Beckish, ambassador and activist for humanity. Ultimately, Life the Battlefield talks about the most important concerns we all have, how to have hope, to cope, how to survive and thrive in 2022 and beyond and invites you to join the conversation. Welcome back to the studio. You're listening to Live 90.5 and the radio talk show Live the Butterfield. I'd like to say thank you to all listeners uh, supp- <laughs> listeners and uh, supporters of uh, Live the Butterfield. I know the last five weeks I was away. Uh, thank you, everybody, for sending me the message, the SMS and emails asking what I am. I was... Uh, just for this couple of weeks overseas, uh, doing some work and visiting a couple of countries. And coming back from 36 degrees plus and all these hot bodies on a, on a pool back to the, this beautiful cold Sydney. Now, let's go take a short break. You're listening to Line 90.5, Live the Butterfield. Today, my co-host, Ella Staniak, great female leader, and her guest, Kate McLaren. And first, we take a short break. Welcome back to the studio. You're listening to Live 90.5 and uh, your favorite radio talk show, Live the Butterfield with Mario Beckers. Today, it's a true pleasure to have uh, two amazing guests in the studio as well as their business partners. However, before I continue introducing the guests, I'd like to say thank you, big big thank you to Ella Staniak for being here today with us. She survived the 25 days of the flu and uh, she lost some weight. I can see it and uh, she looks beautiful, but still, you know, it's okay. Thank you for coming, even you'll be sick. Um, as for myself, I'd like to share with you that uh, today, uh, radio show uh, with um, our guest uh, and uh, her, her business partner as well, and the co-host, Ella Staniak. Before we start crunching in, I'd like to share something with you. It is my mission to change one life at a time using the life experiences of myself and my talk show guests. So, Ella, it's your Mario, and you certainly do and are every day. By the way, welcome back from your holidays. Is that a holiday? I was in your holidays. It was it was a working um, exploration of the human behavior in uh, deep eastern Europe, and then mm-hmm. Emirates and a few neighboring countries around, sharing the toys for the adults, and then Singapore, uh, Philippines, and back to Sydney. So you are just away, but for work, for work, for work. Yes, and I, but yes, I did enjoy. I did enjoy sometimes jumping in the pool, you know what I mean, like a Moby Dick, and everybody just lifted up of the pools. Like, <laughs> what happened here? I was like, I just like, I just want to, you know, swim a little bit. But I must say that when I arrived on a Monday, sorry, I'm lying Sunday, you know, I survived, not catching COVID, nothing. Mm. But when I wake up on Monday morning, my ear, my throat, and everything else, and I was like, I don't understand what's happened to me, but something happened. But anyway, Ella, mm. I think it's time to introduce our guest. It is time. Welcome back, Mario. And I am so excited that we have beautiful, so incredible excited. two guests today. Not only beautiful, intelligent, but also dangerous. <laughs> oh my God. Ladies and gentlemen, we are so excited for this. Today, we have an incredible guest and her business partner, a model-turned-boxer, Kate McLaren. Welcome, Yay. Kate. Welcome, Kate. Hey. Hello, Mario. 
yeah, listen, <laughs> I, I just take a safe distance from Cat McLaren, you know, like, like three meters away. <laughs> social distancing because I want to social distance it. But Ella, please continue. Oh, uh, thank you. Kate, I, I do want to introduce you, um, even though we have a, a few sentences only to describe you to get started, we are even more excited to dive in uh, and immerse in a conversation with you and your lovely business partner, Nick. We'll get to that. Thank you. I'm super excited to, <sighs> to hear what you guys have got to ask. Oh, <laughs> and thank you so much for having me on the show, guys. It's an absolute pleasure to be here in the studio with all you incredible people. So thank you so much for inviting me in. Aren't you beautiful? Beautiful <laughs> inside and out. So, Kate, born and raised in Essex, England, and is now aiming for a world title in the super lightweight division in boxing. Absolutely, yes, that's me. Oh, that's you, Kate. Located in Sydney, Australia, uh, she's now trained by three times world champion Jeff Fennec. Kate started her professional boxing career in December 2021, where she had her first professional debut on the undercard of Paul Gallen and Darcy Lassick um, on the No Limit show in Sydney. Kate continues to build her record and work towards her goals of winning the world title. How are we not impressed, Kate? Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you for your kind words, Ella. That's um, yes, definitely a nice introduction there. So thank you. <laughs> <laughs> like as if I wrote that introduction, but I thank you. Ella. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Thank you, Mario, and thank you everyone who contributed to kickstarting this show. Kate, I must say, even the beginning of your journey um, in boxing is is an incredible story. I already have an insight, but a model turned boxer. We do not hear that, see that in in magazines, in the newspapers. No. Well, we did once. Yeah, we did once. We but did it, once. as Ella mentioned, I'm curious. You come from England. I understand why. It's always raining. It's always cold. <laughs> it's always windy. I, I, I can buy that one. <laughs> like, uh, but you started your career as a model, as Ellis mentioned. Yes, yes. So just to give you sort of a bit of a background on, on myself, I suppose. So um, I made the move over to Australia at the age of 19. Um, I guess great, in my great. past, I was kind of someone who didn't really know what I wanted to do with my life. You know, um, I was always jumping from career to career and trying to figure out, you know, who is Kate and what does Kate want to be when she grows up as such. Um, and I started modelling back in London. That's where sort of the whole modelling career started off. And then at the age of 19, I moved across to Australia and I was supposed to just end up travelling the East Coast and going back home. But I actually ended up falling in love with this beautiful country. And um, here I am now still here at the age of 31 <laughs> and mum's still asking when am I going home <laughs> uh, so I guess that's kind of where it all started really but then um, I came over to Australia and it, I was still traveling and still you know in the back of my head planning to to move home um, but I didn't know how long I was going to stay here for originally and what happened was um, I got some like part-time work here and there. Um, I was doing a bit of promotional work. I was also doing modeling on the side. And that's something you've got to think about with a modeling career is it's not consistent, right? So you, you do have to kind of find things to keep, to keep you busy. Um, but yeah, so I, I guess I was, you can say lost. I was pretty lost. I didn't know what I was doing until I found boxing. 
and that's when everything changed for me. Everything changed for me. And my gosh, you know how they say like boxing saves lives, boxing changes lives. Well, I am the biggest advocate for that. Like boxing has changed can I, can me I so much. Can I ask person. you personally? When you say that boxing saves the lives, mm-hmm. what do you mean by that? Um, well, for example, like back in uh, December 2020, I went through a really, really difficult time. Um, just I had a lot of personal stuff going on. And I guess still then I was I was very lost in my life. I didn't know um, sort of what I wanted to do. I didn't have a clear vision. Um, I was just trying to, you know, work, keep a roof over my head and keep my belly full as such. And um, it wasn't until I, I was still training, so I've always done a lot of fitness, and I've always loved fitness. I, I, I'm a big believer that fitness is great for mental health. It's not good for you only physically, but it's also so great for you mentally. Um, but it wasn't until um, I went through this tough time in my life, and um, you know, I, I believe it was almost like a message from God that was like, "Let's get you on the right track." let's give you something to work towards and let's make you focus 110% on this and let me help you lead you into where you need to be today to, so that I'm at this, at this point now where I can honestly say I know who I am and I know what I want to do in life. And uh, to answer your question, Mario, I believe that that's how boxing sort of changes lives. If, it, I, if I may add something, Ella, please, if you allow me. I know you have the questions. Okay, okay. For, 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 <laughs> just, okay. just quickly, just, just this once. I have experience with the boxing, not level like you are. Um, I'm a little bit older. <laughs> I'm 49 years old. But what happened to me uh, precisely six years ago, um, I was driving my son in in city. You know, my son was being diagnosed with a, with a medical condition, epilepsy plus other things. And, you know, I was falling myself in, into the some habit of 150 kilos and just living with Nutella. Honestly, that was it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, and then you said something very interesting that boxing saves the life yeah and when i was with my son we went on a ice skating Ella. you know i was a, in front of the semi cathedral and he says to him let's go do ice skating so my son with epilepsy he's gonna ice and i was embarrassed to step on the ice how big i was i mean i'm not small now but 30 kilos less and then we make the pact and he says to me uh, there was a signage he said like you know corporate fight and he might you know we agreed if i go boxing he's gonna work on his epilepsy right and i must say that actually boxing saved my life as well because I was on a cusp you know literally you know going meet the St. Peter Paul because of the you know heart conditions are developing blood pressure and everything else and yeah. you know boxing becomes the something with the exit now when you say you're the model you need to be <coughs> occupied now you know there's a three ladies this, in this this studio so I you know <laughs> I move myself in the corner because I feel threatened <laughs> but what is the story with being um Good looking like yourself, Ella and Nikki. You know, I mean, Nick. So, Nikki and Nick. Hi. Yeah, Nick. <laughs> uh, being the female uh, and being uh, somebody who is uh, uh, good looking, good shape, and everything else, you know, people will see you, or Ella or Nikki, say, like, you know, the world is yours, but then mm-hmm. you say, I try to keep my belly full. Yeah. You know how much honesty you just. Oh, yeah, Still look, adult. it's all about being transparent, right? I'm not going to pretend to be something I'm not. I'm not living in a world of Instagram. Um, and this is, you know, we'll go on to a topic like this later on. But, you know, you can find something that's shiny and pretty on the outside, but on the inside it's rusty and it's old, right? And I kind of guess that that was me. You know, I'm, I'm walking the, the catwalk on Fashion Week, but yet, you know, like 
financially I'm not 100% stable, my mental health's not in a great position, you know, you've got the cameras, you've got the media, you've got the audience, and they're looking at you thinking, wow, this girl must have it all, like she's walking the runway of, of Fashion Week, but really I'm going home and my mindset's in a very, very different place. So, um, you know, later on we're going to touch on a topic on what I'm doing um, at the moment with my current business partner, Nick, um, but this is this is me and at the end of the day like you we live in a world now where it's full of social media and we see things and they're filtered and they're layered up and they look absolutely amazing and a lot of these girls they all look incredible online and guys male and females but realistically what's their life like at home like uh, what are they missing from their lives like why do they feel the need to portray themselves as this person you know and I think this is something that if you do sort of scroll down and through my Instagram is I used to layer up a lot with makeup I used to hide it all away pack it all on and um, you know try and I guess be confident through how I was sort of looking but now I realize that that beauty is is from within right you've got to love yourself before you can love anyone else and you've got to find confidence on your own you know no one can hold you up as such so um that's so beautiful okay aren't you an inspiration i knew you were going to be oh. but this is so inspiring and i i think that this is exactly amongst many messages you've already shared but there is there is that powerful message that not only young people but all mm. people need to hear today <clears throat> that while you are so busy feeling either sorry for yourself or inadequate comparing yourself to other people mm -hmm. or so on social media or off social media everybody is fighting their own battle on their inside whatever it is and your battle might be different than mine i might be better at hiding it than you are or i might have greater interest in hiding it than you are but it is that as you said that power of yeah. vulnerability being being able to be transparent and say hey that's the truth this is how things are yeah and you've yep. got to, you said, you've got to start loving yourself first before you love somebody else. Absolutely. So this is, this is really interesting. I mean, you have already shared that you have such love for boxing. Yeah, I do. And, and I believe that boxing has made me who I am today. And I, I can honestly say I'm, I'm proud of who I am today. And I have thank, I've got so much to give to boxing uh, just to say thank you for, for turning me into, mm. into who, who I am as I sit next to you in this beautiful studio today. Oh, that, that's so beautiful. But I must say, I must ask Kate, what is it? Because not everybody has a martial arts or boxing experience. Mm -hmm. not, not, many, not all people who are listening to us today or will be listening later on will have experience in sports and fitness, for example. You are a big advocate, and I am too, and Mario is too, and I'm sure Nick is as well. Very much. That, uh, Fitness is such an important critical element for every human being to have to experience in whatever capacity. Body mm -hmm. movement is important. It manages a lot of mental health issues, physical issues. It is appeal of prevention for a lot of things and, and management. What is it about, you know, being in a ring or boxing training that you love the most? Yeah, easy. Um, so for me, I guess that the moment I step in the ring, that is my test so everything that I've learnt everything that I've gone through let's say if I've gone, gone into an eight week camp or something um, you know along that journey of, of training for eight weeks you learn and you become 
you know, you grow as a person. And I suppose once I step into the ring, like this is my test, it comes down to, you know, believing in myself, having self-confidence, um, you know, backing myself. No one's going to take no one's going to take the punches or throw the punches for me. You know, it, it comes down to, OK, this is your moment and this is your test to prove to yourself, no one else that you have grown as a person and that you are capable of doing this and that I, as a person, believe in myself. So I guess um, that's sort of how I feel, what I I love about stepping into the boxing ring. Well, thank you, you, Kate, for that. um, It's uh, 25 past two already. So we're going one go, 20 minutes conversation with uh, Kate uh, (laughs) McLaren. And uh, please feel visit her IG, Kate McLaren Boxer. Um, everybody who's interested to ask questions, Kate and uh, her business partner, Nick, we introduce later, come on a <coughs> send SMS on 0480028100. And as I mentioned before, it's very important to understand why you're listening live to Battlefield. Uh, it is my mission to change one life at a time using the life experience of myself and my talk show guests as a Kate, as a Nikki, as a Ella. You're listening live 90.5. And welcome back to the studio, listening live, 90.5, live the battlefield with Mario Beckes. And today I have a true privilege having my co-host in today's episode, Ella Staniak, as well, with a guest, Katie McLaren, and um, her business partner, Nick. Uh, before we continue, Ella, I'd just like to say uh, thank you, Kate, for being honest, um, because honesty, uh, it's, it's, a, it's a difference between sincerity and honesty. People mm-hmm. have to be sincere. But honesty, it's something we, we don't like it to hear. And it's a true privilege today to be in the studio with you and listen to your, um, learn more about your path from being model uh, and become the boxer and what's the ring and everything else. And if Ella, if Ella allows me, I'd just like to ask you, yep. what was your first experience with the boxing? Like, you know, you just walk there and uh, somebody punched in your face so this is not the guy so <laughs> did you say oh I like it being punched in your face <laughs> I must have said that without realising yeah. because I'm still doing it right oh, okay, yeah. that's what no. I often think if I got punched in the face I would go what I, I would have that fury possibly well, unleashed no, within no, me no 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 person signs the paper say punch in my face that's for sure that's <laughs> not Kate the intention so yes please Kate um, yeah look um, I guess my first experience with boxing was it's quite similar to sort of walking the catwalk for the first time. You know, you've got the crowds, you've got, um, you know, you've got people taking photos and there's a lot going on, right? It's a lot to take in. But I think the most nerve-wracking thing for me, in all honesty, was um, I'd never experienced being inside a ring without any headgear on. So my thir- my first thoughts of stepping into the ring were, oh my gosh, what is this going to feel like being punched with no headgear on? Yes. <laughs> that was the first thing. Um, and obviously that's a very different emotion and a very different feeling to, you know, jumping on the catwalk and knowing that there's definitely no punches coming your way. So um, it was quite overwhelming. I mean, thank you for sharing that. I can only, I can only imagine. But Kate, don't you get a little scared after? I mean, I don't. I can only imagine how many training sessions you have already done. But don't you get just a little? You know, is there anticipation or a little fear that you will get hit really badly and you know yeah, I get I, bruised and have 
broken nose, broken teeth. Your parents must be really scared of those things. <laughs> it's funny. That's what my mum always says. You're going to end up with a broken nose. Oh. Your nose is going to go to the left-hand side or the right-hand side of your face, and then you're never going to model again. And do you <laughs> think of these things when you step in the ring, or are you kind of like in your zone, on a mission, focused? I'm definitely in my zone. Um, when I when I go into that ring, it, it's like the noise is completely shut out, and it's just me and it's my opponent. Um, obviously, I do normally hear Jeff uh, in the corner, and he's given me the best advice and instructions that he possibly can. But um, again, it all comes down to, to self belief and having the confidence to go in there and to give it my best shot. Um, so yeah, mm. powerful. And I can only imagine that a lot goes into training and preparation before you step in a ring and are ready for the fight, right? Absolutely. I would love to get a little bit of a secret insight to Kate's daily habits or training routine. What is it physically, emotionally or spiritually or in any aspect that you do that truly forwards your game? So, because you are preparing for grabbing that next big world title whenever that happens right But definitely it's, tell um, us a little bit what happens in your day to day yeah so just to give you a bit of um a bit of insight on what it kind of looked like kind of looks like um normally i'll go into sort of like a an eight-week camp so we'll lock in a fight it will normally be sort of be um eight weeks ahead so we've got eight weeks to prepare and to get ready um within that preparation obviously especially training under Jeff Fennick, like fitness is everything. So the, the first thing Jeff is like, right, we need to get your fitness up there. So he, he definitely makes sure that that's sort of the number one priority. Um, I normally end up training twice a day. So I do tr two training sessions. I normally do one in the morning and then I'll do one later on in the evening. Um, and then if I'm trying to drop weight and obviously... Um, you know get my fitness up as well I'll also add running into my into my day um, but it's not only just sort of training for the fight it's everything else that comes with it you know like it's the appointments that you've got to go for for your recovery and your know, meetings with your sponsors and um, th there's just a lot more that goes on I think a lot of people kind of see it as oh you just you know box a little bit and then you jump in a ring and that's it and it's like mm. well no actually there's so much preparation that goes into people everything. don't people don't see it i think you know yeah. I, again i can say from my experience and i'm just a pure amateur but i want to win this year anyway the point we're trying to make we all seen the end results in the boxing we all seeing uh somebody winning or losing and mm -hmm. everybody's an expert everybody knows how to fight no question asked. I'm pretty sure you heard this. You know, you should done this. You should do this. You should behave that way. You have a great coach, Fennec. Yes. No heads down. And I like to share something with the, with the listeners from my point of view. And now it's like I'm the pure amateur. But um, every time when you walk to the ring, it's something you can't even describe. It's what you learn, what you know, what you train for you bring it with yourself inside. Am I correct? Mm. There is no mommy, there is no daddy, there is no boyfriend, there is no husband, there is no kids. No one's going to do it for you. Yeah, it's, and, and tell me that, that feeling when there's ropes, you know, when they lift up, you know, I mean, you get up and you walk inside. Mm -hmm. How do you feel? I feel that I've put in everything that I possibly can in my training. Like uh, one thing that motivates me is when I'm training, I, and I say this um, to my girls as well, like y y if you're going to cheat, you're only cheating yourself. 
you know um there's no there's no shortcut in this it's you have to get up in the morning you have to do your running you have to you know do your footwork and and go do your training on the pads you have to get your sparring in you have to have all of this prepared and ready to go and as long as you know you've put in the hard yards within that you know that time of your camp when you go into the ring back yourself be confident you've done everything you possibly can win or lose you have given it 110 percent, and i think that's the most important thing Gosh, the determination, Kate. It's just, it's radiating from so now we can, everything now that you, can, you say. Uh, can, can I just interrupt you there, right? You know, I have the full right to say something okay. about what Katie says. You're working in a female leadership um, space, right? Oh, yes, I am. Now, I wish that so many of these so-called leaders you know and I know can hit the Kate. <laughs> <laughs> that's what, no, no, that's exactly what I was thinking. I mean, because Please. that determination, that go, that that you can't fake it. You can't. Fa- fa- it's you very know, much energetic. It, it's in you. your eyes. I mean, I can see it. It's <laughs> in your eyes, Kate. It's so energetic. And I mean, you know, a lot of people might might be listening to your words and go, "Oh my gosh, you are such a determined person." Um, I could never get to that level. I I don't feel like I could never achieve that. But you just shared in the first segment that you have not always been this version of Kate who you are today, confident, determined, focused, going after her dreams. So what does it take? Because it is interesting for me being in that female leadership Mm -hmm. space. It doesn't matter what the role, whether high executive role or managing a big business in my line of work, women still struggle with confidence and they might be yes. multi-millionaires or they might be just building their businesses, but they do still struggle with that core confidence, which you said at the beginning. Yeah, but even you, you put lacking. on Instagram, nobody, nobody challenges. Like nobody challenges you and, and people, we can hide behind those labels, pretty pictures, our executive role, you know, names in our career. We can hide behind anything, any facade. We are very good at that as yeah. human beings oftentimes. If you could just give us, you know, basic A, B, C, how does one go from not maybe lost, not feeling very determined to now achieving Mm -hmm. that level of determination and focus that you have today? It is made. You weren't born with it. You created it. It was made. Give us some simple A, B, C. I think it's simple for, for me. It's you've got to do what you love doing, right? And I love boxing. I love everything about boxing and like you say I guess the passion is is oozing out of me like I love it and to be good at something you've you've got to enjoy it right I love getting up going for a run I love training (laughs) I absolutely love going to training every single day I love it and you know what people said to me you're starting a boxing career at the age of 30 and everyone Mm. doubted me oh man I tell you something you should take these notes down every single day don't be like me you know I spent quite a bit of my life you know try to please other ones and mm-hmm. try to be like everybody else but one thing you said something on a very very beginning when Ella asked you uh, why boxing model turned uh, uh, boxer and when you say this I'm still stuck in the first 10 minutes of conversation because that's like that's what makes you today who you are you said very clearly I fall in love with the boxing and I'll translate this into something else you find your mission that's right. I found my mission and, and I found uh, my purpose. And for and some, yeah, for somebody, I spent quite a bit, many decades in the army. But then the point it is, like once when I left the army, I lost, I lost my mission. And now, it's not just you have the mission. You know, you say it's love, save your life. But you found the mission which is driving you mm. to excel. And if I'm wrong, please correct me. But 
That's just no, you're absolutely here. right. Um, and you hit the nail on the head what you just said earlier about how you were so worried about what other people think. <laughs> so many people came up to me and were like, oh, you're starting a boxing career at 30? And I was like, yeah, I am. And then you start to self-doubt yourself. And yeah. it wasn't until I turned my mindset around, and I have Jeff to, to thank for this as well. He said, shut thank you, Jeff, the noise We thank you, out. Jeff. Yeah, thank you, Jeff, from the bottom <laughs> of my heart. Thank you, because without Jeff, I wouldn't honestly be the person I am today because, you know, he's the one that's got kick-started my, my boxing career for me. But um, Jeff said to me, like, shut the noise out stop worrying about what everyone else is doing and thinking and saying he's like be here right now and that's the great thing about boxing is your mind can't wander when you're boxing and you're hitting pads or you're sparring you can't be thinking about what's for dinner or what you're going to wear out to your can't, friend's just birthday just like this interview seriously <laughs> you, you hit the nail with this, with this interview but we take a short break okay because uh, we exceeded you know 15 minutes again conversation thank you Mario the, 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 the rule is 7 to 8 minutes conversation and then the music and then the commercial and then you know Ella. Even amongst three women yeah, and three Mario, women. Just, yeah. <laughs> can't we just triple it? <laughs> Seven times three, twenty-one minutes. There we go. <laughs> Welcome back to the studio. Listening to live ninety point five live to Butterfield with Mario Beckers today. It's a true privilege having Ella Staniak as my co-host by interviewing the truly amazing Kate McLaren and her business partner Nikki. Kate and Nikki the run the business but before we continue running the business talk about business I'd like to ask Ella let's talk about female leadership eh? you're the expert in that field what would what would yeah. bring it on and <laughs> <laughs> I apologize ladies and gentlemen the Kate uh, the, I the have Ella, a fever the, the, I apologize the, the, the Ella, she, she's just dropped now the from antibiotics so like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and she decided to follow the Kate McLaren footsteps and she's going to join the boxing soon. Yes. She, she did just say she was going for a run in the break, <laughs> remember? <laughs> yeah, that, that, was, that was a short run. Eh? <laughs> Quick run, Ella. <laughs> so, Ella, let's go, let's go dive a little bit before we wind up the first hour of this show about leadership. What do you see, what the quality Kate McLaren displaying, displaying, apologies, displaying as a, as a leader, true leader, right? Somebody we can... Uh, even men can look high into her and say, you know, I mean, how I can be, I learn from you, you know, I mean, to become better person, better man, better woman, and I mean, and you know, there's some certain dose of fear. Kate doesn't say this, but you know, certain <laughs> there is a dose of the fear of you know, in life of failing, you know, reaching goals and everything else. But you, Ella, about leadership and Kate. Mm. Do you know what the first Thank thing? Thank you, that Ella. That was Ella, mm, and mm, we take mm, a short break oh now. No, oh <laughs> no. I am on air, everybody. I am claiming this space. Look, Kate. As I said, I am seriously inspired by everything that you are sharing today. But the first really thing that comes to mind is seriously covering the basics. A lot of the female leaders who come to me, and you know, they are exhausted, they are tired, they they feel at full capacity, and they feel somewhere stuck in their business or in their career. They feel like at some on some level they are underperforming. And I myself come from a decade of fitness and wellness coaching for women before I went into performance and leadership coaching, and I know that sometimes we actually do need to look at the basics first. Mm. And the basics of having a very strong fitness foundation, healthy diet, healthy body, healthy mind, is that the fitness level that you have, I believe, seriously teaches you determination, the power of consistency, the power of sticking to your thing until you get the result. What's the story today with your sticking 
putting sticking, everything is just like just like sticking to your to your to your goal. Oh, Mario! I mean, I mean, you're only human. You've got three beautiful women sitting around you from you know east, west, north. Here we go. And look at you blushing. I have never seen, ladies and gentlemen, Mario Becker's blushing. No, I'm going to get this on yeah, camera. So, like, so please, what was the question for the? <laughs> Sorry, Ella. What was the question? Blushing. So my my question is, Kate, in the context of your own leadership, how do you feel boxing career has elevated your own leadership? Because you you are a leader, oh. and you are yes, you are supported by incredible coaches and <laughs> incredible support team, recovery team. How has boxing elevated you as a person in your own leadership? Yeah, well, I think first of all, boxing has given me so much self-confidence, and this is self-confidence that I didn't have, um, you know, in Fashion Week. I was walking the runway, and you know, there was a lot of self-doubt and insecurities, and like I said earlier, hair extensions and makeup and all of that. Um, boxing is is raw, right? I I I've, I just. I don't know. It's just it's given me so much confidence and and as I said earlier on in the interview like you've got to love yourself before you can love anyone else and that's not in a way is just it's just facts really like once you are content with yourself that shows on the outside and boxing has given me that for sure. Incredible. So based on your story and everything that you have already learned but you are still learning, evolving, developing as a young beautiful woman on a mission, right? What would you, what would be your number one message beyond, you know, you've got to love yourself before you love somebody else. Mm-hmm. What would be the, your number one message to those uh women who are possibly feeling resistant to mm-hmm. either pursuing their passion and purpose or are not covering the basics of uh human performance and well-being definitely look for me it all comes down to mindset if you can get into mm. a good mindset you're halfway there like right. um i'm a big believer in like morning affirmations like i always start my day with a bit of gratitude mm-hmm. um if you can get into the habits of waking up being grateful for actually getting up and out of bed and being able to cook yourself breakfast and make yourself a, a shake and being able to you know do everything you can to to appreciate you as a person the rest will just follow you know the the rest will just it, it will just follow so yeah. that's my piece of advice is is wake up tell yourself three things about yourself that you're happy for for today and um yeah go from there the rest will all align can can i just uh you know drop the one question mm-hmm. you know i have the many questions just listening to you and we spoke about this about at the beginning and no question ask you attractive woman you know you've been a model you know as i said like i'm still impressed with your honesty and when um ella asks you questions about leadership and everything else you are grateful to the things that most of people will say it's a rubbish right and it's a big um race i saw this overseas right i really was a race on the pool particularly in dubai and singapore mm. you know it's all this posing it's all this capturing pictures who is a beautiful and who is better looking everything else and then we come to the kate uh, kate she sacrificed quite a lot of training eight week camps and but kate question for you is if somebody comes to you regardless male or female and says it cannot be done i can't lose the weight i can't succeed in my life i can't wake up in the morning five o'clock in the morning um what do you have in your mind or you know i mean don't, you don't need to say <laughs> exactly what it's but when someone comes to you so it cannot be done what do you think about that person 
I think that they're setting their goal too big. I okay. think, um, you know, we've all got goals and we've all got big visions. Yeah. Um, but you, it's baby steps on, on getting there, right? You've got to crawl before you can walk. So, you mm. know, if you're a person who's overweight and is turning around and is like, I need to lose, I don't know, 25 kilos within six weeks or whatever, like, whoa, 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 s- slow down. Um, setting yourself up to fail. Y- yeah, you're setting yourself up to fail, exactly, just like what Nick just said. But... Um, yeah, start small. Um, learn to, to crawl before you walk. Um, you know, it's the same with finances. You know, if you're trying to get yourself out of debt, don't just try and pay your, pet, your credit card off in hmm. one hit, right? Maybe set yourself up, okay, every week I'll put $100 a week onto my credit card and over X amount of time I will have paid, up, paid off my debts. Um, so don't set the bar too high and don't be too tough on yourself. Um, that's my advice, Mario. <sighs> Oh, isn't that a key pain point of so Every many people today? Every time I take a deep breath, I just, I just not sure is it is a heart attack or something. <laughs> Seriously, I'm just like, I just want to jump. With the, uh, oh, I, I feel <laughs> like from the excitement, I am in like pre-heart attack state for the for the last. How long have we been here? Nearly an hour. Uh, 50, an hour. 52 minutes. And I, and I had an excellent question escaped my mind. But listen, I, I do think that what you just said is a really important, on a serious note, message to acknowledge that as a society, we, as people in this modern society, we are so hard on ourselves. And we do want instant result. We do want also instant gratification. We want instant validation. And I do believe, especially as young young people, men and women, we do not always, as you said, give ourselves enough time to understand that to achieve great results, whether this is career, financially, in relationships, in whatever area of life, it's actually the consistency in small daily or weekly yeah. or monthly steps that is going to get you there, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely, yeah. Because when we don't, when we want things happen fast and quick and we want the results quick and they don't happen, what do we do? We give up. Can I just say, I'm a big believer in anything that comes fast doesn't last. And I have definitely pinched that quote from uh, my manager. But he always says to me, anything that comes fast doesn't last. Um, So, yeah, maybe just use that um, and take that into day-to-day life. That's a good one, eh? That's that's great. That's that's a very very good um, one, eh? That's all credit to Sinan, I have to say. Ella, you brought brought truly a remarkable person, particularly and a business partner, Nick. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to Line 90.5. It's time to wind up. Um, we come back about 3 or 5. Uh, it's time to listen to some music. And then after that, it's coming news. And after news, we come back in studio with the Kate and her business partner, Nick. And we're going to talk about how Nick and Kate are transferring her energy, her knowledge, experience to helping young people. With I'm this, excited. With the song. This has been another episode of Life the Battlefield with Mario Beckish. Please like and subscribe, and remember to catch all of the Life the Battlefield podcast episodes on YouTube and at mariobeckish.com.au. Don't forget to leave a comment for Mario, and if there is someone you know who could benefit from the experience and insight in this episode, share it with them.